Do you wait for everything to be perfect and lined up straight before you make a choice? How hard are you trying to get everything in your life right? What if jumping in and getting messy is one of the ways to find out what works for you? Discover how being willing to mess up can create the phenomenal life you truly desire. Get ready to quit judging and start embracing all of your messy adventures. Now, here's your host, self-declared messy living expert, Katrina Fava. <laughs> yep, that's me, self-declared messy living expert. <laughs> I always, I still laugh at that. I think it's hilarious. Anyways, um, that I call myself that. It's kind of funny. Um, I'm Katrina Fava, the host of Messy Adventures in Living. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thanks for listening. Thank you for clicking play. Um, thanks for, you know, being interested in what I have to say. Um, I'm grateful that you're here. I, uh, I am your messy living expert. <laughs> I, uh, I like to, um, I like to kind of make fun of that a little bit because I've spent most of my life making myself wrong for being messy, like physically messy, um, and not neat and tidy and having all my things lined up straight and perfect. Um, really interesting thing that I've been, uh, looking at most of my life, perfection and also messiness together. Very interesting, let me tell you. Maybe I should, maybe I'll have a, a show about that. Messy, uh, the messy, perfect, perfection and messy, I don't know, messy perfection or something like that. Um, anyways, so, um, Messy Adventures in Living is really a place and a space where I invite you into making choices and not making your choices wrong and just seeing your choices as choices and what would happen if we created our lives from choice instead of judgment or instead of force or instead of obligation. You know, what would it be like to really create your life from choice? And so that's what Messy Adventures in Living is inviting you to Um making choices and then acknowledging that the choice doesn't really have to last longer than 10 seconds. You can actually make another choice. So we've been taught most of our lives that uh, choice is a very serious thing and that you need to be very careful that you make the right choice because if you don't make the right choice, you can something terrible can result or you can hurt other people or you can create a mess for everyone. And Messy Adventures in Living is really about challenging that point of view and looking at the possibility that uh, choice doesn't have to be forever. You can all, even though you may not be able to unchoose something, uh, you can always make another choice. And what would happen if we didn't judge our choices? So uh, I'm Petrina Fava. I am a mom. I am a registered nurse. I'm a pediatric nurse. Uh, I have been for about 20 years now. Um, I have three great kids. I'm an author. Uh, I'm a radio show host. I'm an access consciousness bars and body process facilitator. And you can find out more about me at PetrinaFava.com. We're going to get right to the topic today. So, uh I'm going to ask you a question before I tell you the title of the show, although you probably have seen it if you're already listening somewhere posted on the website. But what would, what would your mistakes be without judgment? What would they be? They'd be just choices. <laughs> so the topic for today is mistakes are just choices that you judge. What would your mistakes be if you didn't judge them? They'd be choices. Have you ever made a mistake that ended up taking 
like a twisty, turny road to a fantastic outcome that you never would have imagined in your mind. Maybe a wrong turn that showed you the house for sale that turned out to be the home of your dreams. Or maybe you got fired from a job that turned out making room in your life to create your own business. You know, what if mistakes are just choices that you then judge? Can you receive the magical and mysterious manipulations of the universe if you're busy smothering your choices with judgment? So, um, you know, I don't know. I just kind of started looking at this uh, a a few weeks ago. Like, mistakes are just choices that we then judge. Everything is just a choice. The mistake part comes in when we start judging our choices. Um, And, you know, what if, what if the purpose of a choice or what if choice, not the purpose, I kind of don't like that word, but so heavy with significance. Um, You know, what if choices are what create awareness? This is a concept that I learned um, as I studied the tools of access consciousness. Choice creates awareness, not the other way around. And we learn often the other way around. You know, you have to have the awareness before you make the choice. We learned this early on, right? You have to get all the information. You have to weigh what's right and wrong. And then when you have, you've thought it through, you make that significant one choice. (laughs) You know, and what if that's not it? Like, what if that's just a lie we've been taught? What if it's choice that creates awareness? So if you know that, if if you know that choice creates awareness and you didn't judge any of the choices because you knew that every choice gave you an awareness of something. Could you create more? Could you receive more from the universe or from God or from whatever you want to call it if you didn't judge your choices so much? So, you know, does it, like what is this for you? What does this bring up for you? Can you think of any choices that you made that you judged heavily um, that maybe there was a gift there that you were not open like you were not able to receive because of so much judgment or can you think of a time when you made a a mistake quote unquote a mistake that turned out to be this amazing gift that you never ever imagine um i've made a few of those (laughs) just a couple uh yeah um i can share some of them with you one of one one of the ones that comes to mind actually is um i was working while I was um, in nursing, getting my nursing degree in the summers, I used to work at a bank and I was a teller. And I didn't particularly like this job because I like nursing and I like people and I like bodies and I like science. And I got this job because I knew someone who worked at the bank and it was actually a really good paying job con- compared to some of the other jobs that my the friends um, of similar age as me had at the time. So I took it because it, it was great money and it paid my most of my tuition for the next year. And um, so I'm, here I am working at the bank, n- you know, not particularly skilled at math, but here I am at a bank nonetheless. Um, I worked a few summers at a bank and I got transferred to a new bank where I had to learn some new skills that and I did not do very well made lots of mistakes um had a lot of trouble balancing my money at the end of the day not really sure I couldn't really understand why and eventually I was fired and the reason and I and I 
upon having a discussion with the manager at the time, what I realized and what she showed me was that I was rushing I was rushing through my work because I was watching all the experienced tellers counting their money very quickly and going through the computer system very quickly and taking customers very, very quickly and getting through the lineup quickly. And I was new, so I wasn't, I wasn't fast. I was slow and I wanted to be fast like everybody else. And so I was moving very quickly. And as a result, I was counting things incorrectly and making a lot of mistakes. And so I got fired. Well, I was totally devastated that I could be fired from a job. Like, oh, my God, this is now going to go on my my record, whatever this means. I don't even know what that meant. Like all my future employees, employers would see that I was fired from a job and I just thought my life was over. And so a few years Later, I was able, after I got over the initial shock of it all and the horror and the judgment, um, I was able to really look at the gift of that. And I actually used it in my nursing practice, and I still use it in my nursing practice, and I actually teach it to the nurses that I I teach as well. And it was that um, accuracy needs to come before speed. So that's what I learned that summer, that it was more important to be accurate in my calculations and to be accurate in my counting of the money and be accurate in the transactions that I was processing for people and that the speed would come as I as I got better at the accuracy. And so I when I got my very first job in nursing, I was having the same kind of energy come up about I have to be fast, I have to do this fast, I have to do it as fast as everybody else. And I remembered this job that I got fired from, you know, four or five years uh before that. And I always remember that accuracy is more important than speed. And my goodness is that ever more true when you're caring for people and when you have people's lives in your hands than it is at a bank. Um, not to diminish, you know, anybody who's a teller, but but I, I took that with me and I literally, I still tell my students this all the time because I see that, that they're trying to be fast. And so I always tell them accuracy before speed. And you know what? I got fired from a job um, because I was trying to be fast and I know, and and, and I always tell them about use this example as about mistakes and how sometimes when you make mistakes, there's a great takeaway. Um, So that's just an example of like literally mistakes, like mistakes in counting money and mistakes in processing transactions. I made multiple mistakes, multiple, multiple mistakes over that summer. And uh, it turned out to be a really great gift in my life. And it's something that occurred you know, 25, 26, 27 years ago. And I still think about it every day and I am able to receive the gift of that every day. And so what's coming up for me now, just now thinking about it, is the difference between that and a lesson. So, you know, I think it's also a common point of view that mistakes are lessons to be learned. And if you learn from it, then it's okay to make mistakes. And there's something about that that is not exactly true for me. There's some energy there around um, lessons and learning lessons from your mistakes that is not exactly true. And hmm, so you know what? Actually, maybe let's do this. I I went to look at some etymology. I like words and I like to look at the origin of words. And it's cool that I've learned about um, the origin of words because origin, etymology, or or studying the origin of words is so different than meaning, like looking up a word in the dictionary and looking for the meaning. So meaning and etymology are really different. Um, meaning is 
about definition. And when you define something, you really limit it because now it can't be anything other than that definition you placed on it, right? But when you look on at the etymology of the word, you're really looking at the energy of the word that that was captured like when it was first created. Right? And so it's interesting to look up at, I find it fascinating to look at etymology and see how the energy how sometimes some words have changed but the energy has stayed the same or like the opposite, you know, the meaning has stayed the same or the energy has changed over centuries. So anyways, so I headed over to um, etymology online uh, and I looked up the word mistake and I looked up the word learn. And this is really cool. So when I looked at mistake, the first thing I read was an error... Oh, sorry, a wandering from truth. A wandering from truth. Um, a false judgment or choice. A false choice. So listen, a wandering from truth, a mistake, a wandering from truth, a false choice. So you might be thinking, Patrina, you just told me I shouldn't be making judgments and, you know, truths and all of this stuff. But get the energy of this, a wandering from the truth. So there's kind of two ways that I'm looking at this thing about mistakes. You know, what if this thing that we're calling a mistake is a one is a wandering from your truth, um, a, devi- a deviation from what's true for you? Um, how many times have you made a choice with in a state of unawareness or an unwillingness to see what's in front of you or an unwillingness to honor your truth? And then does that turn out to be something that we're calling a mistake when really it's a choice that you've made with some unawareness or with an unwillingness to see something, right? Isn't that kind of cool? Um, so yeah, so what if a mistake is not, uh, a bad choice? What if it's just a wandering from your truth? What if when you make an, a mistake, it's a, an awareness of where you're wandering from you or when you're wandering from your truth or when you've had a moment of unawareness or unconsciousness or a wandering from you? Like that's actually really what I am getting when I read this, like, um, are your mistakes choices that you've made um, what is that? In, an, in a space that is away from you, in a space that is a wandering from you, the true you, the truth of you, what's true for you? What if that's one of the things that we're misidentifying and misapplying as a mistake, um, a.k.a. you know, bad choice? Right, wrong choice. What if it's not a wrong choice? What if it's just a wandering from your truth? Isn't that easier? Isn't that a little bit easier to swallow? Like, isn't that a little bit lighter? You're like, oh, it's not, it's not a bad choice. It's just, you know, I was momentarily wandered away from me, and so I made a choice that wasn't really true to me. Would it be easier for you to go, oh, okay, cool. I can just just now, now that I know that, I can choose something else. Right? It's just it just feels so much more gentle. It's like, okay, just a wandering from the truth. So we are gonna take a break. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. We're talking about mistakes are just 
choices you judge. We'll be back very soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world and to like yourself a lot more? Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question, always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255 In Canada, 613-800-8736 Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm Petrina Fava. Thank you for being here. If you're just jumping in in the middle, um, we are talking today about mistakes are just choices you judge. So before we went to break, we were talking. We look. We were talking about my word nerdness and how um, I just took a look at the etymology of the word mistake and found um, a wandering from truth. A false judgment or choice. A false choice. A false choice. What the heck does that mean, a false choice? You might be thinking, Patrina, you told me like choices are just choices. So what the heck is a false choice now, you know? Um, so, but what you might want to consider is what, you know, what is a false choice for you? Who are you choosing for when you choose? Uh, have you wandered away from you when you're choosing something? Um, you know, ha- have you ever made a choice that didn't turn out the way you expected or that didn't turn out to be fun? And when you made that choice, is it possible that you had wandered away from yourself and chose in a space that wasn't true for you uh, or chose for someone else or chose while being in the space of someone else, right? How many choices have you made from the space of someone else instead of from the space of you? Probably many. I know 
definitely I have. Actually, I that just reminds me of something that occurred a few weeks ago. I was um so I get the amazing opportunity to volunteer at an overnight kids camp as the camp nurse and these amazing people allow me to bring all three of my children and my husband and my kids get to camp as campers for free because I volunteer. How does it get even better than that? And um, I've been doing this for about, what, like eight, six, six years now or something? And so this year, something interesting happened. Talking talking of, speaking of not choosing from the space of me, uh, so the day I got there, I found out um, that after having placed my one of my children's sleeping bags in her cabin, shortly after I found out that the somebody that had slept in that cabin the night before and that was going to be in that cabin the coming week had lice. And so uh, there was a lot of like kind of panic uh, about the possibility of this young woman having lice. And um, I, being a nurse for 20 years, have um, actually managed never to see lice in my life. How does it get even better than that? Three kids and 20 years of nursing and I've never seen lice. <laughs> um, thank you, universe. <laughs> Um, and so I was kind of caught up in this like, oh, crap, I actually don't even know how to check for lice because I'm not a public health nurse. Like I work at sick kids on the, in, the, in dialysis and the transplant and I'm like, I've never checked for lice, so I don't even know how to check for lice. And so I, and I found myself checking, you know, a whole bunch of girls for lice and asking some of the other uh, older like cabin leaders who had some experience with lice for some advice about what they look like. I'm trying to, you know, I have limited internet up here at camp and I'm looking for of lice and I'm feeling kind of stupid and judging myself for being the camp nurse and not knowing what lice looks like. And and I have this awareness now, um, a few days after it happened, but I know that what happened was I got very much caught up in everyone else's panic um, and I got caught up in judging me for not knowing what lice looks like because, you know, that's the worst thing in the world. And I also got caught up in um, a little bit of anger about people like just like I can't believe like my daughter um, is in this cabin anyways the next night uh, my daughter said to me mommy my head is itchy she didn't even know anything about lice and so she came to me and told me her head was itchy and when I looked at her head sure enough I see this little larva like insect and it was white and slightly wiggly it looked like a larva right you know what a larva is it's like that little not a wiggly worm like thing it was teeny 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 tiny but it was moving and it looked like a larva and it was white. And I thought, oh, my God, she has lice. Like, how the heck did she get lice in one day? So um, treated her for lice, treated a whole bunch of cabin members for lice. Long story short, I was making a lot of choices not from the space of me and not from the truth from what I know because I was con constantly judging myself for not knowing what lice looked like. Instead of asking myself, what do I know? What do I actually know here? I was making other people smarter than me. I was letting other people have more awareness than me. So um, these other people were kind of confirming lice. And I was like, I don't know. I, I haven't really seen any. And they're like, yeah, these are the nits. And this girl has lice. You need to treat her. And I'm like, okay. And not functioning from the space of me. So not really mistakes, but kind of mistakes, because what en what I ended up realizing later is that my my daughter actually did not have lice. When I checked her head, I didn't see anything else except this wiggly little larva-looking thing, which when I came home and did a more 
extensive research about lice. It looks nothing like what I saw. So, you know, um, it's interesting that I made a whole bunch of choices not from the space of me. Like, I know now um, when I came home after that week, I was like, wow, look at that. Look at what I chose. I chose to go into everybody else's universe and everybody else, like, the energy of panic was thick and the energy of, oh my God, I don't know how to check for lice and these people must think I'm idiots was heavy and thick. And so I made a choice to like, you know, diagnose my own daughter with lice and treat her with the, you know, the, the chemical shampoo with lice, not really functioning from my own awareness, totally not functioning from my own truth at all. Like I gave up my truth in favor of somebody else's because they were the experts because they saw they knew what it looked like, whereas I didn't because I've never seen it before. But there's more than just what you learn in books. And there's more than, you know, just what, um, uh, there's more than experience. Do you know what I mean? There's something else. There's knowing. So if I had just taken a breath and asked myself, what do I know? It was there. Like the little inkling of awareness was there. I just, it was drowning. Like it was just drowning in a sea of judgment and panic and other people's thoughts of panic and just blah. So just an interesting example of, you know, making choices from the space of, not from the space of what's true for you. Um, and instead making choices from the space of what's true for other people or, you know, making choices in the energy of others. Um, not acknowledging that you're aware of other people's thoughts, feelings, and emotions. And is that what's showing up as mistakes in your life? So just interesting and just cool and just kind of seems a lot less judgeable if you kind of look at it that way. It's like, okay, it's not a bad choice. It's just uh, a choice that has been made in unawareness. And it's still an amazing gift. What a what a gift that was. Truly, what a gift that was for me. Um Besides the fact that I now I'm pretty sure I know exactly what life looks like, although I still yet to see see a live one. Um, I've done so much extensive research on the internet, I'm pretty sure I would recognize it if I saw it now. But um, but what a a gift of awareness that was, and like thank you to my daughter for walking over to me with a little larva in her head, <laughs> um, because now I. I was able to, once all the panic settled, look at it and go, wow, I was not functioning from the space of me at all. I was not asking, is this mine? I was not asking, okay, wait, what do I know? Like, just because I don't know something from the book, what do I know? There's more than just book knowledge. I know this, um, but just really got cut up in the energy of panic. And um, and the energy of not knowing and the energy of like, oh, my God, people are probably judging me because they think I'm an idiot because I don't know what life looks like. So just, you know, a different perspective on mistakes. What if a mistake is a choice made in unawareness? And if it's just a choice, then you can just make another one. You can just make another choice. Okay. <sighs> what else? So let's look at, before we went to this break at the beginning of the show, we talked a little bit about lessons and you know, what I'm talking about, like mistakes are just judged choices, what if mistakes are just judged choices, is not the same as using your mistakes as lessons. Do you get that? It's a different energy. And I'm not fond of this lesson energy, to be honest with you, because it kind of feels like scolding. <laughs> it feels like the teacher is kind of scolding me for, for it's like, well, you made a mistake, now learn from it. And also, I, it makes me wonder, too, like, if you subscribe to that point of view, 
you know, if you subscribe to that YouTube channel, that like the YouTube channel of your lessons, your mistakes or your lessons, if you subscribe to that point of view, do you think it might be possible that you're likely to keep creating problems so that you have lessons to learn from or that you have problems to get lessons from? You know, I don't really like it. I kind of broke up with that that subscription. I unsubscribed from that channel a while ago, the channel of lessons. I don't like it. So what if it's not true that you have to, your mistakes uh, are lessons? And, you know, what if you can stop creating mistakes in order to have lessons? Because if they're choices, if they're just choices, um, then you know, how much less judgeable is it if it's just a choice and it's not a right and it's not a wrong choice? If you can just look at it as just a choice, not right, not wrong, then can, you know, would you be more open to receiving the gift of it if you're not judging it so much? Like if I had came home and continued to judge the crap out of myself for not recognizing lice and maybe, you know, judge myself for, putting chemical shampoo on my daughter's head when all it was was a larva that she probably rolled around on the ground and, and, you know, picked up from the leaf, right? Like if I was so busy judging that, could I have received the awareness of my, the space that I was in or the, the space of me that I was not in? So what happens when you cloak your choices in like, you know, smear them? It's almost like smearing your choices with poop. You know, like what happens when you smear your choices with the poop of judgment and start calling them mistakes? Like, can you receive the magic from the universe if you're smearing your choices in judgment? Judgment poop. (laughs) Judgment manure. Stinky. You're making it stinky. You can't. (laughs) It's not easy to receive when you're judging. Uh, So, you know, what would happen if you didn't judge your choices, could you receive the magic that, like, the universe is conspiring, you know, on your behalf, right? Um, it, I feel like that's a, a Mike Dooley quote or something like that. Like, you know, the universe is conspiring on your behalf. And sometimes it doesn't show up the way you think it's going to. So if you're judging your choices and calling them mistakes, are you blocking the universe from giving you something that's showing up in a totally different way. So let's go to break, and we'll talk more about that when we get back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living on the Inspired Choices Network. I'm Petrina Fava. We'll be back soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Petrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What would you say if I told you that you could change your life in only one hour and all while lying down relaxing? Thousands of people all over the world have. What am I talking about? It's called Access Consciousness The Bars. 
The bones is an energetic body process that contains 32 different points on your head that when run assist you in releasing decisions about any area of your life that you have made solid and as a result cannot change. The bars is the first class in Access Consciousness, a dynamic set of tools and information designed to transform any area of your life. When you have a bar session, the worst that can happen is you feel like you had a fantastic massage. The best thing that can happen is your whole life could change. Go to accessconsciousness.com today to find a facilitator to schedule a private session or to find a bars class in your area. Are you willing to give yourself an hour to change your life? You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm your host, Petrina Fava, and today we are talking about mistakes are just choices you judge. Um, So just before we went to break, we've been talking about uh, the idea that mistakes are... Uh, lessons or, you know, an opportunity to learn a lesson, which is kind of a, you know, prevalent, pervasive point of view um, that, you know, your your mistakes can be lessons. And I'm not a fan uh, of that point of view. Mm, kind of has the energy of wrongness, first of all, and also has me wondering how many problems I will create so that I can learn more lessons because it's like, okay, we all want to learn lessons to get to that magical place, so let's create more problems so that we can have lessons. Yeah, no thanks. Uh, I would prefer to to make choices and then see what that creates. So what is the difference between the energy of, you know, a um, uh, a mistake is just a choice that you're not judging and and learning from a lesson. So I went to etymology again, etymology online again, and I looked up learn, actually. Uh, and I found this. This is cool. Uh, a sense of, okay, so to learn is to follow or find the track. Uh, to track or furrow. Um, you know, it also means to get knowledge, to study, to read, and to think about. But this got me right here, to follow or find the track, to follow or find a track. A track is like something that's previously traveled, right, to follow. So wait a second, you know, is that what you would like to choose? Like, do you want to follow? Do you want to find the track and take that same path? Or would you like to create your own life? Would you like to discover something new, a new path? Um, so if you're learning from a less, if you're creating crap to learn lessons, you know, what does that mean? You're learning to follow someone else's point of view, like to follow someone else's choices, to follow, I feel like to follow somebody else's point of view, to find the track and follow that track. I mean, that's okay, but there's something else. There's creating your own path. There's walking where there is no path and discovering something new. So, you know, what if instead of 
looking at your mistakes as lear- learning from your mistakes, what if they're an opportunity to discover something new or discover something you didn't know before or discover an awareness that you never had before? Um, how many cool things have been discovered by accident, like penicillin, you know, like totally discovered by accident? Um, you know, isn't it, it's A, it's more fun, and it's also limitless. If you are looking to learn by following or finding a track, are you really learning anything new or are you just kind of following somebody else's path? Super interesting. This is what I mean, man. This etymology stuff is pretty cool. Uh, Maybe it's just me. Yeah. Learning is following or finding the track. So what else is possible with what we're calling mistakes besides learning? I am unsubscribing from the whole learning lessons thing. How about you? Want to unsubscribe with me? Choices. That's it. Choices that we're not judging. Because then we can choose again and again and again and again. Okay. What else? I was going to talk about something. I had something and now it is not here anymore. Um, Come back. (laughs) Come back, energy. Where did you go? Oh, well. It'll come back when it's ready. Okay, so what else for you? So where else are you judging yourself for making mistakes? Um, and, oh, this is where I was going with it. See, I just have to talk until it comes back. <laughs> um, have, what if a mistake is also, you know, is it possible that this thing that you're calling a mistake is something that you've asked for that's showing up in a way that you totally could never imagine or that you totally don't expect. So, you know, you might pray or you might ask their universe or you might, you know, whatever, ask for something energetically. And, I mean, we all do this. It's really easy. You have a point of view about how it's supposed to show up. We all, it's very easy because we have, we do this thing in our lives where we look to the past, right? We have like a past reference system. And so we start, we ask for something and then we think of how we, we think it should show up or that it could show up based on usually something in the past that we've experienced. And that's limiting because the universe is limitless and has um, a limited number of ways to create something for us. So what if this, these things that you're judging as mistakes are actually the universe trying to give you that thing that you're asking for? And then if you're slathering it in judgment poop, are you blocking it? <laughs> I think judgment poop is a good blocker of magic. How about you? I think so. Um, so, you know, I just imagine the universe being like, okay, here, I hear you asking. And I know you think it's like going to look good like this, but I actually have a better idea. And I'm going to give it to you like over here and like this. And like, oh, I bet you never thought of this. I'm going to give it to you like this. And then, boom, it's going to turn out even better than you can imagine. And you're like, the second you make that mistake, you start judging splattering it with judgment poop and then the universe is like i can't get through your judgment poop trying to give you magic hello can you take the judgment poop off of your choice (laughs) you know take the mistake label off it's just a choice i'm just going over here to give this to you just wait wait you know that's why i kind of imagine the universe like "Ah, i'm trying to give you something over here so, you know, what if what if you're asking for something and it's showing up in a totally different way that you can't imagine, but then you block it because you're judging it, right? You're judging it as a mistake. Relax. You're not a big ball of mistakes. You're making choices. And sometimes things take turns that you can't even, could never have imagined. Um, you know, I, the other thing that I, I think of often that I did is, uh, I was in university writing a very long paper 
And I'm a little bit of a procrastinator, so it was the night before, of course, and I was doing the majority of this paper. Um, and it was like close to midnight. I had class at 8 o'clock. I had to travel like an hour to get to school. So it's close to midnight. I'm still plugging through at least like the last one-third of my paper when I I accidentally made a mistake and I saved a blank screen in place of my paper. Like it was like a freaking 20-page essay or something. It was ridiculous. And so I, I made a mistake and I accidentally saved a blank screen in place of my paper. Oh, my God. Oh, my goodness. And I was just totally fried and totally brain dead. There was like no more thoughts coming out of my head. I had a few things scribbled on paper, but I used to just sit down at my computer and type and and create my my and write like that. And so I didn't have a lot of paper. And so I just I knew I couldn't keep going. And so what I did was I emptied my brain of whatever thoughts I had and whatever I could remember that I had written. I just wrote and wrote and wrote and wrote on paper or yeah, I think it was on paper. Um and I went to bed. <laughs> and cuz I knew there was nothing was going to get created because I was mad and judging myself and I went to bed, skipped class and in the morning and handed my paper in later and ended up ended up getting like an A plus on that paper. And I always think about that. And and I remember writing it this, the next morning thinking, oh my God, this is good. Oh my God, I'm making this. Oh, this is even better. I'm going to make this even better, even better. And it actually turned out to be an amazing paper. And and it's really funny because I could didn't really receive the gift of that for a long time because what I did, this is what we do. We just judge away. What I did was, as I was writing my paper again, like jammed into a three-hour span of time, um, I knew that it was more amazing than the last one, and yet I was still judging myself because I was like, oh, you idiot. Like, imagine if you had actually used the whole two months that was provided to you. <laughs> um, this paper could have been even better. You know, like, you're so, you're always procrastinating, and look what you can create in such a short period of time. Imagine if you had the whole time that was allotted to you. Like, we're just, we're hilarious. We just judge ourselves out of habit, I think. And it wasn't until much later that I, um, when I started looking at, you know, procrastination as possibly a strongness or, you know, kind of just the way that's fun for me to create, uh, that I was like, I was able to receive the gift of that that time when I accidentally, quote unquote, saved a blank screen in page of a in place of a twenty page essay. Um, but yeah, you know, uh, interesting mistake that actually turned out to be amazing. I got a, an excellent grade. I got an A plus on that paper, and it was great. It was a really good paper. I actually don't remember what it was about. I just remember it was really awesome. <laughs> So what if your mistakes are um, just the universe trying to give you something in a different way and in a way that you didn't think would ever show up? And what would happen if you stopped judging your choices? Where else do we do this? Like where else do you judge your mistakes? Relationships, family, business, jobs. Um, Also like you know, how much are you creating these things that you're calling mistakes? So do you ever, do you ever, have you ever heard of like people getting fired from jobs repeatedly? And then you're like, really? You know, like I often wonder energetically, how much did you, did you actually create that? You know, not on a, not on a completely conscious level, but maybe subconsciously or energetically. It's like, what are you actually creating subconsciously? Or what are you actually creating energetically? You yourself, 
you know, what if mistakes aren't something that happens to you? Right? We often think of mistakes as something that just happens. Or, yeah, like, you just made a mistake. It just happened. But what if it's not? Like, what if it's something that you energetically are creating? Um, and again, like, if you're smothering it in judgment poop, can you receive the gift of that thing that you are actually creating yourself? <laughs> like, how much are you stopping your own damn self by judging your choices as mistakes when really you are actually part of that creation that you have never really acknowledged, right? Is it possible? Is it possible that there's no such thing as accidents and that we're creating, um, we are creating our lives and we are creating these things that look like mistakes, but that actually, if we would allow ourselves to receive the gift of them, could actually help us to create our phenomenal lives. Yeah. Um, Okay, we're going to go to break again. You are listening to Messy Adventures in Living. I'm Trina Fava. We're talking about mistakes are just choices you judge. We'll be back soon. Do you wait until all the traffic lights are green before you get in your car? Of course you don't. Are you waiting until you have everything perfect to begin living? Most of us have learned not to take any steps until we have all the information to make the right choice. What if the opposite is true? What if it's choice that creates awareness? Are you willing to make lots of messy choices so you can begin to see the possibilities that you didn't think existed? Listen for Messy Adventures in Living radio show with self-declared messy living expert Katrina Fava every Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 Central, 9 Mountain, and 8 Pacific on the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How much more expansive would your life be if you were willing to get messy with your choices? What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift in the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living with Petrina Fava. To participate in today's show, please call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or you can Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or comment by email by sending to Petrina at PetrinaFava.com. Now, here's Petrina with more Messy Adventures. Welcome back. You're listening to Messy Adventures in Living, and we're talking about mistakes. Speaking of messy adventures, <laughs> um, so mistakes are just choices you judge. That's the topic of today, and that's what we've been talking about. Just as we were going to break, I just had some awareness of an energy of, um, you know, like, yeah, you 
kind of making a lightheartedness of like these little mistakes that are not so serious. And so I just want to address that a little bit. And like, I just want to say I, I am a nurse and I've been working in you know, healthcare for a long time and I am extremely aware of mistakes and I am very aware of like the, um, the potential for, see, it's really hard for me to talk about this and not sound like uh, coming from a very, this reality point of view. Um, so, you know, very aware of mistakes and the possibility of something bad happening to someone because of my mistake. So, you know, an error in medication, an error in physical assessment, or just a mistake that I make that could result in harm to another person. And so, you know, I'm not trying to casually trivialize mistakes as don't care about mistakes and, oh, well, if you make a mistake, it's just a choice and like, oops, you killed someone. Um, Clearly, I'm not advocating that. But what I do want to say about that is uh, that judging yourself when something turns out, you know, something that looks like a mistake or there's an error that has, you know, disastrous consequences see this none of this is these words are not true um it's all about what we consider to be disastrous consequences so let's say you make a mistake and as a result someone dies you know this sounds crazy but it might it doesn't sound crazy really to me but it might sound crazy to you if you've never heard anything like this before but is it possible that that was a co-creation you know um, I know someone whose grandmother died because a nurse gave like triple a dose of morphine. And I often, um, I often think or consider or am aware of actually, you know, the possibility that this woman co-created this with this other woman to yeah, it was just a co-creation of events. Um, that that's just how they wanted that to show up. You know, she wanted to go. Uh, I don't know. Like sometimes I, I, I imagine ourselves. I imagine ourselves as souls. Like before we come to this earth, kind of like picking up job descriptions. It's like, look, I need someone to come in at this time in my life and like make a mistake, make it look like a mistake, because that's what my family requires. But I actually just need to go. You know, like, and none of this is a is a verbal conversation. It's more of like an energetic conversation. It's like, hey, and then the other person's like, I'll do that. I'll have that job for you. Like, I'll come in and do that for you. Um, so I know, totally weird. But, you know, what if these disastrous consequences that come about from mistakes are not exactly? What if they're creations? Like, what if they're not just things that happen? You know what I mean? Crazy? Maybe. Possible? Yeah. I think so. I have some awareness of that. You know, mistakes, What these things that we judge as mistakes are often co-creations, even when they result in, you know, quote-unquote disastrous um, events. They're, you know, car accidents, like crazy things that look like mistakes. What if they're not? And And can we see the truth of that if we're busy judging it? We can't. Judgment is a smokescreen to awareness. So can you see the truth of the co-creation? Um, and can you see that creation, uh, the gift of that creation, if you're busy judging it? So I'm not, you know, I'm not, con- you know, trying to promote mistake making. Like, go oh, make mistakes in your job and, like, 
you know, give the wrong medication and maybe kill someone? Of course not. Um, so, you know, but the, consider the possibility that if you're not judging it, you can see the truth of it and you can have awareness of what's actually happening. Um, also, in, you know, talking about that, what I've learned to do when I'm at work and I start to get the fear of making a mistake, um, because, you know, like I work in pediatric dialysis and so it's very easy to make an error that can have uh, harm, that can cause harm to a patient. And so I have, I know that fear blocks my awareness and so I, I've really used this tool to just, you know, okay, if I wasn't functioning from fear, what would I be aware of? And, you know, I also ask the question, what would it take for me to have razor sharp awareness of everything that's required of me right now? So, you know, being afraid of making mistakes is not helpful at all. It actually can create more more mistakes and, you know, more um, not happy outcomes. You know, fear clouds your awareness. And so if you're always fearful of making mistakes, you know, what is that going to create? So would you be willing to ask a question uh, like, what would it take for me to know what I know? You know, it's easy to get caught up in other people's energies. Like I was talking about the whole life situation. Um, I encounter this a lot at work. Things are panicky. Um, uh, you know, there's a lot of stress from parents. Like there's a lot of time constraints. Um, it's, there's a lot of pressure to get everything right and to make sure everything is absolutely perfect because there's a very small margin for error. And so I know that if I go, if I go down that rabbit hole of fear and contraction, that I'm actually more likely to make a mistake. And so I've started to ask myself, what do I know here? Because have you ever been like, have you ever known anything really well and then all of a sudden you start to get scared and you're like, you forget everything because you're like pressured and people are watching you and it's like, what the heck? I know this. Why can't I remember it? And that's when I stop and I ask myself, okay, what do I know here? What would it take for me to recall everything I know and to have razor sharp awareness of everything that's required? Being fearful of making mistakes is not helpful. That's my little that's my little spiel on that as we come to the last minute of the show. So, what would what could you create in your life if you didn't judge your choice? You judge your choices as mistakes. And what if what what gifts could you receive from the universe if you stopped slathering your choices in judgment poop? <laughs> um, thank you so much for being here and um, join me again next week on Messy Adventures in Living when we talk about I don't know something. Go out there, make some choices and stop judging yourself and for making mistakes. Just choices. Bye-bye. Thanks for playing with us on Messy Adventures in Living. Katrina Fava will return next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on Inspired Choices Network. We'd love to have you join us again. Until next time, have fun creating your phenomenal life. Mess and all.